Whoa, 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 whoa. Does anyone know what day it is today? It's Friday. It's not Monday at 9 p.m. It's Friday at 11.48 a.m. Hmm. Well, as promised in this past Monday's episode, I'm throwing down a little random middle-of-the-day app, and guys, it's going to be a two-parter. So you're going to get a little app now and a little app in a little while. You're going to understand why in a second if you're just tuning in for the first time. Hi, Mike. Trying to wave at Mike on the Instagram machine. There it is. We're switching gears a little bit today. I know I'm wearing my my left field top. And while this review might come out of left field, it is not from Left Field Brewery. Yet. Who knows what the future holds for anybody these days. But okay. Let's just dive right in because I got lunch soon. Hi, Mike. Hi. Uh, this is not beer. This is a Tweed, which is a cannabis producer, uh, Baker Street and Ginger Soda. So this is uh, like an edible or it's anyway. The point is it's got distilled cannabis in it. Um, so it's going to make me a little high. So that's why it's going to be a two parter. This doesn't happen right away. So I'm going to open this and pour it and we'll talk about it as if it was like a beer because that's what we do around here. But then in a little while, assuming it works, and actually even if it doesn't, even if I'm just kind of, eh, I'll, I'll jump back on and give you an update as to what's going on, how I'm feeling, whatever. So, so yeah. Okay. First thing, interesting, if you're looking at the camera, I've, I've never had a, a soda from uh, a dispensary before. It's got the uh, the same uh, tariff sticker that you would get on cigarettes as well as on cannabis products. If, if you've been purchasing your responsible legal cannabis products, they come in way too much packaging and they always have one of these little duty paid stickers on it. Um, interestingly enough, duty paid. Most of this stuff's being produced not only within Canada, but within Ontario. I don't know what duties we're paying on it. They're, it's not coming across any borders, but I think it just means they've taxed us for it. Um, but it's also got this black top on it, uh, which is interesting. It looks a little bit like one of the, uh, the new style six pack. Uh, I got one around here somewhere. I'm, uh, oh, I think they're all down the side of the fridge. Um, but it looks like that. I'm assuming this is like a tamper proof lid is the idea. Anyone, any insights on that? Anyway, um, as an aside, this was given to me at, for my birthday, no less from our, our, I'm going to just, I don't know if they want people to know everything about them. So I'm just going to say friends. I'm not going to say who. Friends of the pod though now. And um, one of the people in the couple works for a uh, dispensary or I don't know if they call them themselves that, but anyway, a place where you can buy weed and weed products called Fire and Flower. Um, so if you're looking for a, a regular shop, um, I would I would recommend them. I've been looking at their website. It looks pretty good. And uh, you can get this. Baker Street and Ginger from them. Looked it up online, $4 a can, which if this was just a ginger ale, it better be a good ginger ale. But it has two milligrams of THC in it from distilled cannabis. So yeah, and less than one uh, milligram of CBD. If these things don't mean anything to you, just go with it. It means there's some stuff in here that's going to make me high. Uh, so let's see how this safety lid opens. Okay, there we go. Just tears right off. Easy peasy. Um, duty sticker still on there and I've, I've got fancy. I brought a wine glass. I don't get to use wine glasses on the podcast too often. So I thought we'd pour it in a wine glass. 
Uh, that was an interesting pop. I'm smelling it out of the can. It smells like ginger ale. Here's the pour. Oh, make sure that the YouTube can see it too. Now, I did clean this glass, but I obviously didn't get right down to the bottom. There is some hangers on there. Uh, but whatever. It's a ginger ale. Who cares? We're not looking for head retention here, guys. So it actually looks a little bit like champagne. It's straw yellow, quite clear. Active carbonation. No head to speak of. Um, I wouldn't expect it. It's a soda. It smells very gingery and a little weedy. But very gingery. Like, like um, this doesn't smell like Canada Dry. This smells like Stewart's or a fancier ginger ale. And the ginger is, um, it's got a very fresh smell to it. You know, the difference between like dry ginger and fresh ginger, I'm, I don't know if you've ever compared them, but there's a, a, an earthiness and a, a fresh, well, freshness <laughs> uh, to fresh ginger. Um, this has a very fresh gingery smell to it. And yeah, the weed smell isn't quite skunky. It's almost a little bit more medicinal, which ginger. So maybe, maybe I'm just imprinting my expectations onto this. The taste. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as mentioned, sweet ginger ale for sure. And nice ginger ale. Um, yeah, like a step up from, you know, store brand ginger ale. It's, it's nicer ginger ale. It's maybe not like super artisan, handcrafted ginger ale, but it's, it's tasty. It's good ginger ale. And then have you guys ever um, put a little... Um, like like distillate under your tongue tastes like that a little which makes sense because that's in there if you've never done that it is a resiny uh, not even piney but evergreeny almost spruce like um, but resiny is the first thing that I think of uh, taste it's not pronounced it's there um, if you had never tasted it before, you might not actually notice it, or you might notice that there's something different, like it's ginger ale with like a, hmm, but you might not be able to put your finger on it. But, uh, yeah, if you've ever had like, uh, an oil based or, or, uh, just a straight distillate, um, which can be quite, um, quite sticky, um, that, uh, and then you, you know, you stick it under your tongue or you use it in cooking or whatever. But when you're tasting it straight, it's got a very, I mean, it's distilled cannabis oil. You can't get away from that taste. Um, but yeah, very beautiful gingery smell. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder maybe if I drop some ice in there too. Might take a little bit more of that uh, that distillate taste off of it. But it's not bad. It's not, it's not even, you know, sometimes you do things like it doesn't taste bad, but you wouldn't go out of your way to drink it, but you know it's going to do a thing to you, so you go with it. Um, it's not even that. Like, this is fine. It, it tastes fine. It tastes good. Um, imagine mixing a little rye in there. I don't know if I should not condone that. I condone that. I condone that. Have your Baker Street and ginger with a, uh, with a, a, a good, good, good bit of rye in there. Makes me wish I had some rye at home right now, which I do not. Actually, the more I drink it, and that makes sense, the distillate's starting to kind of build up on my my, um, my taste buds a little bit. So I'm noticing it a bit more um, now that I've tasted it. Again, it's not bad. 
if somebody handed you just a ginger ale and it had that taste to it, you'd be like, there's something wrong with this ginger ale. But under the circumstances, it's it's totally fine. It's quite tasty, uh, as mentioned. Uh, what do I know about this aside from that? Not a lot. Mm. I know that there should be a sax solo. No, this drink has not started working yet. That's just a Baker Street joke. Uh, let's see what it says on the website. Uh, Tweed says, we've masterfully combined Baker Street distilled cannabis with ginger ale and other ingredients to create a refreshing cannabis experience. The convenient and precise 355 milliliter can contains two milligrams of THC. It's interesting because it looks almost more like a Red Bull can, like it's quite tall and narrow, but it's the same as a soda can, but obviously it's quite a bit taller. Um, if you have a child in grade seven, uh, like I do, they're learning a lot about the volumes of, uh, of prisms and, and cylinders. So this could be a useful, uh, teaching tool, um, comparing it to a soda can. You would have to explain what the, um, stop sign with the THC logo on it meant. But, uh, it's important that kids understand that this sort of stuff is fine. Um, as long as you're doing it responsibly. And for instance, me today, I got nothing to do today. Uh, so let's go for a day trip. What else do I know about it? The strain name? Oh, it comes from Hindu Kush, which I believe is an Indicia strain. So we're expecting a bit more of a all over kind of lazy high, not like a heady giggly, but you're feeling great high. Um, and uh, that's all I got. Definitely, I just burp now. Definitely can taste the distillate in my burp too. So, um, I'd say get get this India if, if and you know what I mean. Let's wait till part two and see what it does to me. But this could be a really good entryway if if you've never consumed or if maybe you're like me forty not like me I've still consumed but if you were to be the same age as me and maybe you haven't had uh, haven't had any experience with any kind of you know drugs since high school when you you know you took a little nip off of someone's joint um, this could be an interesting way to kind of if you were wanted to experiment a little bit um, a nice safe way back in maybe. Who knows? So uh, I'm going to leave it there. As mentioned, check out fireandflower.com. Um, they got a store in the, I'm just looking right now, store in the Annex, uh, store at Young and Girard, store at Parkdale. I know they're, they're nationwide. Looks like there's just the three in the Toronto area. Um, oh, they also have a soda from Houseplant that's grapefruit that has 2.5 milligrams of THC. It's $6, though, per can. Um, oh, and THC Sativa Soda, deep space soft drink. Whoa, 10 milligrams of THC, and it's $10. It's interesting. Houndstooth Soda from Tweed. Houndstooth and Soda from Tweed. That's another $4 one. Interesting stuff. I think the price is going to really depend mostly on the concentration of the THC in it. I have no idea what two milligrams of THC feels like when you consume it. Whether I'm going to be giggly and laughy and making silly jokes, or if I'm going to feel almost exactly the same as always. Who knows? Who knows? My personal uh, experience, just in case you're wondering, I, I am a fairly regular consumer of THC products. So this is not like a, an unexperienced blind test. Um, I've got a pretty good sense of how this sort of thing goes. I just don't know how this one's going to go. And that's the whole point. So uh, what have we been doing here? Let me just flip back to my stream. It's got a time on it. We've been going just about 12 minutes. That's good for now. Uh, I'm going to leave this. I'm going to finish the glass because I've only had a couple of sips out of it. It's tasty. 
and uh, probably have it with my lunch. About to have a nice tuna sandwich. And uh, meet me back here when I come back online. So keep an eye on that. If you haven't subscribed in Instagram or YouTube, go ahead and do that. You'll get notifications. Smash that subscribe button, as the kids say. Um, I would assume sometime around 132. Uh, that would be normal. But again, I've never had an edible and a drink. I think it's probably actually going to go a bit faster than normal. Normally about two hours is kind of what I'm looking at. I know for some people it's like 40 minutes. I don't know what the hell is happening with your digestive system. If you can turn around a THC product in 40 minutes, uh, I can't. Um, but I mean, part of it is, so when you have an edible, you can actually absorb some of the THC and the CBD through blood vessels in your mouth. That's why when I was saying you put a little distal under your tongue and just let it sit there, um, it actually, most of that actually hits through your bloodstream from your mouth directly, which is good because it also means it never touches your liver, which is your body's filter to try and keep chemicals that are intoxicating out of your blood. Um, and then whatever you swallow then gets absorbed through your normal digestive system. Um, but that takes longer because, again, it's got to go through that system. And um, the hydrochloric acid in your stomach actually will will kill some of the, uh, the effectiveness of the drug. And as well, your liver will do its job and will filter some of it out. So straight through your mouth is better. In fact, if you were really smart and had a lot of time on your hands and didn't care about seeming silly, you would take a sip and just hold it in your mouth for two minutes and let some of it absorb. I'm not doing that. But some of the effect is probably going to hit a very small amount of it will hit very quickly, like 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes from what's absorbed through my mouth, my lips and my gums and my cheeks and whatnot. Um, and then the the bulk of what I'm going to experience is probably going to come through digestion, I think. But I, I'm not an expert in this stuff. Like I said, first time I've had an edible drink, a drinkable. What do we call them? Drinkables. Hmm. I think we need to workshop that name a little bit. But anyway. Yep, I'll come back on when I'm feeling something. Uh, 1, 1.32, somewhere in there. If by 2.30 nothing's happening, I'll just jump on and tell you nothing's happening and say this was good and probably would work for some people and maybe I just needed a bit more THC. Who knows? But we'll see what we see. And uh, until then, enjoy your lunch, enjoy your day. Uh, and I won't wish you happy Halloween just yet because I'll be back and we'll talk more. So look for part two coming at you soon. Well, friends, we're back. It is 2.13. Admittedly, I, oh, my, my YouTube camera is very blurry, as always, it seems. That's maybe a little bit better. Uh, hey, hey, what's up? 2.13. To be fair, I was actually kind of stuck doing something for the past 20 minutes. Probably could have tuned us all back in probably around 140, 145. So... About normal for me. Uh, how am I feeling? Yeah, pretty good. Not particularly high. Um, I'm trying to look in... My eyes look totally normal on these cameras, so I, I don't feel particularly, you know, out there. Definitely a little... Uh, a little a little high. Like, I feel pretty chilled out right now. Uh, mouth is fine. No cotton mouth. Not particularly hungry. Just pretty relaxed. Headache's gone. There's one for you. I had a headache. Uh, I think I slept on my neck awkwardly, uh, but uh, but it's gone now, so that's nice. But this is uh, this is good. This 
I mean, obviously, I'm not going to condone doing anything important when you're on any kind of an intoxicant. Um, but like my kids are going to be home from school in an oh, hour and 15 minutes. Um, even if it was this right now, that wouldn't even be a problem. Like I wouldn't feel weird about that or anything. Um, and yeah, just kind of chill more than I would typically be at 2 15 PM on a Friday, but, uh, just nice. Yeah. Not bonkers. Uh, the, the husband of the couple who gave this to me had said, yeah, you might find that you might want to top it up with a little something, uh, depending on how hard you want to go. And that's pretty accurate. This is just pleasant, just really mellow and chill. So, and that was, this was the tweed. I'm just realizing for people on Instagram and YouTube who maybe didn't know that I did this earlier. Um, Instead of a beer today, we, we had a go at this uh, Tweed Baker Street and Ginger THC-infused beverage, uh, which you can get at, like I said, Fire and Flower uh, uh, Dispensary. I'm sure a lot of other places. Tweed's one of the big companies, so OCS. I don't know if OCS does the drinks and stuff yet, but if they do, they probably have it. And I use Sessions a lot up the way, just because it's close to my house. Um, so places like that, they're going to have it. Um, recapping if you missed the last time it's ginger ale nice gingery taste sweet um but there was definitely a taste of uh, uh of the distillate which i say but i said it's nice but it doesn't make it unattractive but it's notable like it's in there uh erica had a sip of it and went eh, yeah she said it tastes like ginger ale and i said do you get that kind of resiny piney almost junipery taste said, oh, yeah i guess it's in there but so there you go it's not uh not wildly prevalent anyway um i'm not feeling particularly goofy right now I am glancing out the window a lot. I could also just be overthinking this. But anyway, uh, that was a fun little day trip. So uh, like I said, this at Fire and Flower, four bucks for the can. That's that's worth four, four bucks. Especially like, uh, you know, if you're going to sit in and uh, watch all nine Star Wars movies or something, you wanted to grab a couple of them, that'd be all right. Like I say, it's not making me feel wildly high or anything. It's just kind of chill. It's nice. It's not bad. Um... So yeah, and uh, my comment earlier that if this isn't something you're normally into using THC-based products, that'd be a nice way to ease into it. Um, it might hit you a little bit harder. So my experience of being pretty chill and pretty lucid and pretty normal um, might not be yours, so go carefully. The one problem with edible things is that like the temptation is you have some and then like 30 minutes later, you're like, I don't feel anything yet. So you have some more. And then maybe like 20 minutes later, this is the way it happens for most people. You have a little bit more. And then it's a little bit after that, you kind of are like, oh, I'm starting to feel it. And maybe you're feeling like how I feel right now, which is just fine, right? Just fine. Um, but then those other two doses kick in. And uh, do you remember the story of the, the cops who, uh, naughty, naughty, nicked uh, some edibles from some bus they did and they took them and uh, one ended up locking themselves in their cruiser and the other had to be fished out of a nearby tree that they'd climbed um, because for some people, paranoia is a very real thing. So we should also discuss um, drugs like this can be really wonderful and nice. You can have a really good time, watch something fun on, on, on the screen or, you know, read a book. I like a book and a bath. That's nice. Um, and you know, for some people, this is genuine medicine that helps them with depression or uh, anxiety or pain disorders. Um, very, very real. 
Um, and that, that's for sure. That said, it's not an antidepressant and you gotta be a little bit careful because levels of paranoia can come in. And so if you're maybe not in the best spot mentally, it can really help sometimes, but sometimes it can really ramp that up. And so just make sure that you're all right. So for instance, if you're an officer of the law and you've taken evidence uh, illegally and consumed it and have consumed something that you should never consume, you know, while holding a gun or having it strapped to your body, that paranoia partnered with the drug-induced paranoia could result in you climbing a tree out of fear and having to be fished out. Uh, so go carefully. Uh, that warning times like 10 for things like shrooms. So just, just have that in your mind. Drugs can be fun, kids, and there are safe and responsible places and times to do them. Uh, but just make sure that you're in a place to deal with that. Uh, that's going to be my PSA. And obviously, like I say, like, don't be dumb. Don't have one of these and then two hours later hop in your car to run some errands. That's not on. Uh, go for a walk. Even if you want to ride your bike, be safe. But, you know, don't 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 do anything stupid. Don't try and I'm not going to go down to my shop now and fire up, you know, a power tool and work on a guitar. I'm going to go to the couch and pop on some YouTube, wait for the kids to get home. So PSA done. Hey, if you liked that, maybe we could do this again sometime, especially while I'm still off. Uh, not an ideal thing to do at night because we'd have to, it would get late and yeah. So, but, uh, see if I pick up one or two more of these, we could maybe explore them. I've got some ideas. If anyone tweet or any other company wants to get at me, I know a lot about the way things that you drink should taste. I also know a lot about making things taste good because I'm a classically trained French chef. So if you want some advice, I can help. Um, ginger's good. That's a good call, but I think in a way you want to work with that distillate taste. So, and I'm just going to put this out there. Hops and weed are related. Uh, maybe if instead of trying to make a beer, you just made a beerish flavored thing, bit of malt sugar. And then, uh, I shouldn't be giving this stuff away for free. Maybe this stuff hit me harder than I thought. A bit of hops that could really mask some of that distillate flavor. That'd be interesting. So anyway, that's where we're at. Uh, tweed, get at me. <laughs> slide into my dms anyway uh i hope you guys have a fantastic weekend it is halloween please be safe out there don't do something stupid this is not the time for parties this is not the time for trick-or-treating and that sucks for kids but you know what also sucks for kids being raised by people who don't teach them resiliency so explain to your kids the situation they probably understand it anyway buy them some candy. We're having our bubble family friends over and we're going to hide candies around the house like an Easter egg hunt and the kids are going to go find it and then they can eat candy and they're going to have their, their um, costumes on. And we're doing a little street parade uh, out down to the boardwalk when the moon rises because it's a full moon, guys. It's going to be crazy on Saturday tomorrow. And, uh, and the kids are going to howl at the moon and then somebody set up sort of a haunted foresty area at a little park at uh, where the kids can socially distantly, distantly safely uh, go through and have a little a little tour, which will be fun. It sounds like a safe way of doing it, but, you know, please, no parties of 60 people sweating and breathing all over each other. That's just not acceptable. We know better, guys. Anyway, other than that, I'll be back on Monday with a beer for sure and uh, talk to you about that then. Otherwise, have a great, safe weekend and uh, see you on Monday. No. I won't see you. You'll see me. I hate it when podcasters say, I'll see you later. No, you won't. You might see me on one of these video machines, but I'm not going to see you. And I'm fine with that. I'll talk at you on Monday.